and Apex Lab Podcast. Hey there, welcome to the Level Up Engineering Podcast, where we speak to the most experienced technology leaders from around the world. So stay with us to learn actionable management insights to take your engineering team to the next level. This show is powered by Apex Lab, a team of experts in end-to-end digital product development. ApexLab.io Hi there, I am Carolina Toth and this is the Level Up Engineering Podcast. Today I bring you another panel discussion. This time we have two guests from MailChimp. Sarah Milstein and Tanisha Barnett are my guests and um, they have been working together for a while, but I will let you guys introduce yourselves. Welcome to the Level Up Engineering Podcast. Please, Tanisha, why don't you start? Hi, I'm Tanisha Barnett. Um, I've been at MailChimp almost two years now and I am a director of engineering and I actually report directly to Sarah um, right now. Hi, I'm Sarah Milstein. I'm a senior director of engineering. I've been at MailChimp a little more than two years. Um, I'm also the site director for our Brooklyn office. The company is headquartered in Atlanta and I have a dual role where I head up our Brooklyn cohort. Wow, that sounds like a big job. Today we have a topic that's been asked to be on the podcast for quite a while, so I'm glad you guys were enthusiastic about it and volunteered to to work work about skip level one-on-ones. Today our discussion will be about skip level one-on-ones and um, I think it's worthwhile to start by defining what a skip level one-on-one is. Sarah, if you want to start, go ahead. Sure. So a skip level one-on-one is a meeting with somebody who reports to somebody who reports to you. So for example, in our case, since Tanisha reports to me, I would consider a skip level with somebody who reports to her. And a one-on-one, of course, is just a meeting between two people. Right. So Tanisha, how would you feel about that if uh, Sarah requested the skip level one-on-one with someone who reports to you? Actually, I think it's great. One of the things that I use skip levels for is to build those relationships with that next level, Um, because sometimes it's harder if they need something from like me or from Sarah, if they didn't have that that initial conversation or some sort of connection with the person to ask them or need some help or just want to have a conversation. MailChimp does a great job of really connecting people together naturally. So this kind of helps that. Mm -hmm. So besides uh, building a relationship, uh, what would you say are its greatest benefits? For me, the the greatest benefits is for me to make a connection with people that don't directly report to me so I can see the different things that they care about, make that connection, understand the work that they're doing, and then even sometimes get feedback about my manager that I might not get directly. Ah, how often do you guys use uh, Skip Level one-on-ones? I hold them pretty regularly about every two months, um, but I do them a little bit differently in that uh, they're just on the calendar. So we, we know they're coming, but I, I do them a little differently in that for individual contributors who, rep- who are skip level to me, 
I usually do a group one-on-one, -on -one, a group skip level. And then with the managers, I do one-on-ones. So the group skips can be anywhere from like three to six people. And usually there, I send questions ahead that are very specific about how is the manager in between us um, supporting your work? Are there, do you have any questions about anything they've done? Are there things you wish they would do? And part of what we get from that kind of a setup is um, sometimes people hear each other say things that they're surprised by and it helps them kind of understand, oh, this is feedback I'm allowed to give or um, it's helpful for everybody if I'm talking about these things. Um, and then occasionally there's something that somebody's uncomfortable with and they're not gonna bring it up in the group, but after they've, they've been in that group meeting, I encourage everybody to reach out if there's anything you didn't want to talk about. And every now and then somebody will, will book a one-on-one -on -one with me to talk about something that wasn't comfortable in the group. Um, and that, that I think was a good balance with the, um, as I said, with the individual contributors. Uh -huh. So you mentioned that you do this regularly. Is this something that is introduced when you raise to a new level of, of management or did you do this uh, because you felt like it was necessary? I guess I've been doing some form of this the whole time I've been a manager. It has evolved a little bit for me. Tanisha has approached this a little bit differently, so it's good to talk about this. For me, it's as I've at MailChimp, the whole time I've been here, I've had a, at least 70 people reporting up to me. So it hasn't mostly been possible to do one-on-ones with everybody. And I've evolved this group skip and individual skip um, over the past year or so. But mm -hmm. Tanisha, I think you should talk about it because you've approached it a little differently. Yeah. So originally, um, when I first started, um, as I was getting to know everyone and understanding what the teams were, dynamics were, I actually scheduled individual one-on-ones with um, my skip level. So I had a little over 35 people and I just scheduled them out over a couple of months time. I made some guardrails for myself. So not to kind of overload myself, but I think that initial one-on-one -on -one with people without an agenda. Um, so I did approach it a little different than Sarah. I made a point to say, this is just a place for me and you to get together, for us to introduce ourselves, for us to have some FaceTime. Even when I waited to have my skip levels, when I actually visited Brooklyn to have some one-on-one -on -one time with them face-to-face -face, uh, prior to COVID. Um, but that really helped, I think, make some connections with people that may not get that time with me later on. So it really helped, I think, to make those connections. And even since then, I've got some regular one on skip level one on ones with people that they've scheduled themselves. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that you guys both approach the skip level one on ones or the skip level group sessions a bit differently. Do you approach them differently from regular one on ones with your definite direct reports? I do, because I have a standing agenda on the skips, whether it's individual or group, asking for feedback about the manager in between. So that's the questions I mentioned before. Like, what is the manager doing to support you? What do you wish they were doing? What questions do you have? 
And that's a little different from my regular skips, which tend to be much more driven by my regular one-on-ones, rather <laughs> the direct reports, much more driven by what they're working on, what they want to talk about. Mm-hmm. So mine are, uh, I think they're a little different. Um, they are probably closer together because I actually let when I have a skip levels and when I have my direct report one-on-ones, unless there's something specific that I really want to talk about, which I do kind of carry an agenda for direct reports. I really want that skip level to be open to talk about anything that they want to. I don't want to overload it with things that I want to talk about because it's really for them to connect with me. And I find myself, if I build the agenda when I'm having a a skip level or even a simple one-on-one, it doesn't give them enough time to really talk about the things that they may really want to. Mm -hmm. Since you guys work for a different company, I I think I might have mentioned this before, I come from from small to medium-sized enterprises. So I haven't really had experience with, with such large organizations and maybe some of our listeners are in the same shoes. Could you give us just a feel for how you think those skip level interactions view you guys or how it might come off to to just a regular contributor who is approached by a director to do a skip level one-on-one? I think it probably builds a lot of anxiety (laughs) initially when they see an invite or they get an email that says, hey, I'd love to have a skip level or even a conversation about it. I actually think that's part of the reason why I don't build an agenda around it because I don't want them to feel like they have to be prepared with something, something initially. I think sometimes on one hand, it creates that anxiety because there is not an agenda, but I try to make it very clear that it's really just some time for us to get to know each other, to learn about what's going on, to talk about anything they want to. And I usually have some questions that I might ask, like, how are things going? Or I have some specific questions about work I know that they're working on if there is space that we need to just kind of jumpstart some conversation. So I, I try to keep notes on some different things that I've heard specifically on the different people so that I can kind of make that connection and make it easier for them to talk. Mm-hmm. And Sarah, you as a senior director, perhaps it's more even even more anxiety that's produced when when you send out an invite. Yeah, I think that's one of the benefits of the uh, group skips is that the people who have been t- to the meetings before can help everybody else understand if anyone who's new understand it's pretty relaxed conversation and we don't even use up the whole time every time and there's plenty of room for them to ask me questions or talk about other things. Um, I think there's also an additional dynamic in my case in that As I said, I'm the site director in Brooklyn. Um, Our Brooklyn office is a satellite office. It's much smaller than Atlanta. And in Brooklyn, I have one-on-ones with everybody who's new. So everyone in the office, not everybody in the office reports to me, but everybody in that office, and I say in the office, none of us is going to the office right now because of the pandemic, but everybody who works in near our office in Brooklyn, um, everybody there knows me at some level. A lot of those folks have worked with me closely 
or have at least met me in an intro session between us. And that also lays um, a groundwork for um, a little bit more trust and a little bit more sense that I'm just like a person. <laughs> like the title is not going to drive this conversation. Uh, I think that makes it a little bit easier for the folks who are in Brooklyn and are coming to this skips. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Atlanta is a much bigger place. Our facility there is a lot larger. So that individual touch is harder for me to make. So I have to make an, a special effort because there are so many people where Sarah has that she can make that connection and they see her more and have that one-on-one where they may not see me in the office as much because we have such a larger facility. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thank you for introducing us to that kind of culture of a, of a bigger corporation. So you mentioned, Sarah, that you do these, these group chats, skip level chats, I guess we can call them that. How do you pick with whom you're doing these? And do you put people together who work in the same teams? Or do you just make sure to have a, a cross section of the organization? What's your approach? I do it just by reporting structure. So in this case, let me talk about another manager. So I have another manager who has mostly ICs, individual contributors reporting to them. So I just have all of those ICs together and it's only about six people total. In that case, it's pretty easy. It's just all the, the ICs. I don't do regular skip skips where it starts to get more complicated who, what is the right structure. And, and the reason I don't do those is because when I offer them, no one shows up. Like those are, I do them um, optionally. I'm like happy to meet with people, like give them a chance to chat. And almost everybody says no to those. And I'm not sure if it's because it feels daunting to meet with the skip skip or it's like irrelevant to them really. I don't think, I, I don't think I, the work I'm doing seems particularly connected to their work. So mm -hmm. it's easy to structure it just by re reports. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How about you, Tanisha? Do you have a different approach? I do. So I do have the direct reports that I use for skip levels, but I also have matrix managers that report to me through their work. And so I actually have skip levels with those individuals also because it's almost like, although they don't directly report to me HR wise, the work they do is directly connected to the work that I'm responsible for. So I want them to feel like that they have another level of management that they can come to regardless because the work is important and what they're doing and connected to us is important. So I don't want them to feel like they're outside of the team, that we're really all a team, no matter who they are reporting to. So I actually do meet with the individuals, although they don't report through me, I still meet with them. Mm -hmm. That's kind of why my team is so large because of that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So we have kind of touched on this, but actually I have talked to various people uh, through this podcast about one-on-ones and, and we have heard different approaches about regularity and length and questions and the level of preparedness and it always just comes down to people 
but um, but we are here to you know pick people apart in a really not terrifying sense. Although the time of the recording is close to Halloween, so how do you notify the manager who reports to you, or do you notify the manager who reports to you? And also, if you do this regularly, how often do they come up? So for me, I do notify the manager, but it's it's more to give the manager a heads up one that I'm going to be scheduling skip levels or they're coming up again. And then also if their direct reports come to them and say, hey, I've got a skip level that they can reassure them that the skip level, yep, they are aware of it please feel free. Just kind of making them feel more comfortable that there is one that's happening and there's, this is normal. This is not out of the ordinary. There's not something special happening. It's, this is our normal skip level. I actually have mine probably a little less often like regularly scheduled because I have so many individuals that report to me. And then I'm already having other skip levels within on a regular basis that other people have scheduled. So mine are probably once a quarter, um, maybe every six months, depending on the time of year that's happening. Um, but that's really how mine are scheduled. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I wish I did that, but I mind come up. Uh, I have like several a week and I find that I am not able to get ahead of telling the manager that I have a skip. So for instance, I have one today, with a manager who reports to Tanisha and Tanisha has no idea, but it's, um, but also I meet with this manager every two months. It's kind of rolling. It, everybody knows that we're having the conversations generally. Yeah. So is this something that is culturally kind of imprinted at MailChimp? Is this something that every manager does? I can no. see some heads nodding. No, I don't think every manager is doing it. Um, But I also don't think it's just um, specific to MailChimp. Previously, I was having skip levels with, um, we weren't calling them skip levels. We were just having touch bases with people that were indirectly reporting to me, Matrix to my team, even people outside of a group that had nothing to do with me, just someone wanting or needing um, someone to talk to about some different things and having someone at a different level to talk um, to. Some more mentorship, that type of thing. So I think it kind of evolved from that, but I don't think everyone at MailChimp is doing it. You know, I think it. you bring up a really good point here, Tanisha. It depends so much on the context of your work. So two of the things that come out of uh, doing the skip levels are one more context about the manager in between, but also a chance for the reports um, to talk with somebody more senior and get more context or have a relationship that they might need for something. But it really depends on the shape of your work, whether that's happening organically elsewhere. Like for example, Tanisha and I don't work together every day, even though she reports to me, her product and teamwork, I'm not involved in. The way we're structured, I don't see that work all the time. So it's important to do the skip levels, both so that I can get a better sense of her work and so that the people who report to her have a sense of who they can talk to if they need to escalate something or 
if they have bigger questions or just to hear from somebody at a different, who sees a different part of the organization. That would be less true if we were on the same project and if we were working together every day, um, we wouldn't need skips in the same way. So I think even within MailChimp, some people are on teams where everybody's working together on the same things and it's not, you don't need to share information in the same deliberate way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, That's probably why I don't have them as often because the people that are I'm having skip levels with, they are actually working in my space um, directly. Oh, there we go. Okay, so there is a project-dependent aspect to to skip level one-on-ones. Sarah, you have mentioned something earlier that is really interesting to me. You said you use these to get feedbacks about the manager who reports to you. And uh, I am not about to ask about any dirty secrets about Tanisha. But um, do you usually share that feedback with the manager? Or how do you use these uh, pieces of information that you get there? Um, It depends. So the most common thing that happens is that people tell me good things about the manager and then I keep a running list of those. I can share those either as we're going or sometimes it comes up in like quarterly check-ins and things like that. I'll be able to, I take notes in the skips and so I'll I'll be able to add quotes and things. But often it's just part of our conversation. These are the things I'm hearing and this is what's going well. Um, When there's the dirty secrets, as you called it, what I most often do is coach the skips to give the feedback directly and help them figure out how to have the conversation themselves because that helps them build the relationship with the manager. Occasionally, something will come up where that's not the right approach, where I do need to talk directly with the manager um, about how they're approaching things or how things are how things are being perceived by their skips that might not be appropriate to ask the skip to talk about. Um, but I would say that's pretty rare. That's like one in 10 times that something comes up that I'll, I'll think, oh, I should take that on. All right. So you mentioned taking notes and I've also heard different approaches to, you know, either having a private chat on Slack or keeping a different uh, document for for each and every one-on-one. How about it for, for skip level one-on-ones? Do you guys have a running kind of document or do you just occasionally take notes? Is there a place where you share the agenda that you have created other than the calendar in white? What are the operative secrets of your skip level one-on-ones Tanisha go ahead and start so for me um I do keep a running notes on skip levels it's just easier for me to refer back to if I need to or if there's something that comes out that I want to follow back up I also use those notes when we're meeting again to just kind of you know, break the ice or remind them that, yeah, remember we talked about this to just kind of give them some continuity of a conversation that we had previously had. And that also gives them a sense that I was paying attention and that what they said really actually mattered because I took note of it and I'm recalling it and I'm using it in a different conversation. So yes, I definitely do that. Agenda wise, if there is one or if there's a couple of things 
like there is no agenda, I will put that in the invite that I'm sending out. So I'll use that. And then just follow up from with a Slack message that's like, thanks for us touching base, because I know it is some sort, sometimes a little unnerving to meet with someone at a more senior level. Right. And um, just a follow-up question on that. Do you share your notes um, with the person or is this just a notes for you? It's just notes for me. Um, The only time that I would share a note is if there's some follow-up that we talked about. um, And then I may just send them a quick note on, hey, we talked about this. I wanted to follow up. This is what I found out. All right. Thank you. Sarah, do you have a different approach? You know, it's pretty similar. I have a doc for each of my direct reports. It's called like Kenesha Skips or Perry Skips. And um, I keep running notes in there with just the date and who was in the skip. And it's fairly structured because I have this set of questions that I ask every time. And those questions form the agenda and they're in the calendar invite. Um, So everybody sees those and they come to know to expect them. And, you know, occasionally, something will come up where uh, there'll be such a strong positive comment or a really big theme. And I'll take, I'll cut and paste the notes um, from the skip into the agenda for the manager in between to just be like, here's what I heard. I think you're going to want to know how lovely this was or that here's something you might not have heard from your folks. But in general, those are notes for me to remember, as Tanisha said, remember the thread and also to go back to when we're doing more structured um, quarterly reviews to see are there any themes that I might have missed on a day-to-day basis. Wow. It just seems like there is a lot of thought that went into like structuring and making sure that everything goes as planned. And of course, as managers, you guys are the backbone and structure that puts the, the company together. So just... For our listeners, do you mind uh, sharing the list of questions that you ask, Sarah? Yeah, as I said before, it's it's pretty simple. It's always, what is this manager doing to support you? What do you wish they were doing? What questions do you have about some decision they made or a way they acted? And what questions do you have for me about anything? That's the standard list. It's always in the calendar invite. And as I have the same meetings over time, people know to come prepared. And sometimes it's really quick. Sometimes we blow through those things and then we just wind up chatting. And sometimes it will will unexpectedly go deep in one or two areas, unexpected to me. (laughs) Like they'll show up and I won't have known they've been thinking um, about this. So, and it's the same questions, whether it's the group skip or the one-on-one skips. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And Tanisha, do you have any tips for us to break the ice without um, a specific set of questions? I would definitely say one of the things that I do is to make sure that I know something about the person that I'm having a a skip level with. So I make some sort of connection, whether it's um, the work that they're doing, whether it's something that I heard previously that they're into and they've connected to it outside of work. I keep, um, I know a little bit about the person. So I use that to break the ice so that they are more comfortable and they are relaxed a little bit more so that we can have uh, just a conversation about what's going on and how I can help. And if there's anything that they need some help on. Mm -hmm. 
with that said, is there anything that you should avoid discussing in a skip level one-on-one? Um, I don't think there's anything that you can avoid. I think the one thing that I do, I am very sensitive of is to give a definite answer on something that I don't know all the background about. So I'll take that information and just let them know that I plan to follow back up and that we can have another discussion on it later. I am very sensitive about just taking a side on something where I'm just hearing one side of it or there is some sort of concern going on. I want to do some research and then we can come back and have a a more detailed conversation about what's going on and if there's anything that we needed to really follow up on. So I think that's the one thing. You don't have to avoid the conversation, but I would avoid making a decision initially on something that you're just hearing about for the first time. It kind of sounds like you have to have your direct reports back or kind of have to have a a good idea of the entire situation before you can say anything specific. Absolutely. Um, A lot of times there may be some concerns about things that are going on across the organization. And for you, you have to be able to say, I've got to do some research. What's the concern? What what call out do you have? You know, asking them a few more leading questions about specifics of what they're looking for. Sometimes they just want to be heard and want to vent about it, but they don't need you to do something. So I think that's the other thing is to make sure you know what their expectation of you outside of that or you're clear about what your next steps are going to be so that they know that either they don't need you to do that or want you to do that or that they know that it's these are the steps that you're taking. Mm-hmm. Sarah, do you have anything to add as to what to avoid or, or what to be extra cautious about in a skip level one-on-one? Yeah, there are two things that I try to be very sensitive to. Even though we're there to, in, in my case, since I set it up, we're there to talk about the manager, at least in part, I don't want to triangulate about the manager. That is, I don't want there to be trash talking that I'm supporting. It's not a gossip session. It's very, it's structured. I have the same questions every time to structure it so that we can use it as useful feedback and not as time to gossip about somebody who's not in the room. So for me, that means being very careful. If somebody is giving feedback about what they wish the manager would do, that I'm hearing that, but not reinforcing it in a way that would be inappropriate. So I can say, oh, that sounds difficult, or I can understand why you want that without saying, well, the manager really screwed that up. You know, I have to be very careful about that. And then, as I said, one thing I really try to avoid doing is saying, I'm going to solve the problem that you just um, brought up. Instead, I'm going to try to coach you to solve it um, directly, assuming that's appropriate, assuming that's not, there's not somebody bringing up um, an issue about bullying or abuse or something that would be where I really need to intervene. Right, right. So um, what I'm hearing is that this is kind of a space for you where you can help the manager who reports directly to you build an even better relationship with their individual contributors or with the people who they manage. Uh, I see the nods saying yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's a good way to put it. <laughs> um, 
So if somebody is listening to us and they're a director or, or a senior, what would you tell them to do if they are preparing to hold skip level one-on-ones for the first time? How should they approach the people? How should they approach the managers? What are some tips that you would like to share? For me, it is one I to have a conversation with the managers um, to let them know that you want to do this and here's the reason why and here's what you're hoping to get out of it. For the individuals, it's the same. So I, I sent out a message to all the individuals that said that I was scheduling skip levels and to expect these on your calendars and here's what um, to expect out of the meetings just to kind of lessen the anxiety so everybody at all the levels are aware that it was coming. For myself, <laughs> I kind of put myself in a box that is don't schedule skip levels on Monday and Friday and try to schedule them between 10 and 3 and give yourself, try to give yourself 15, 20 minutes in between because it's a lot. It takes out of you to really be on all that time. So make sure you give yourself grace and time to be able to really put forth the effort for each individual person so you can be present for them. So that's part of the reason mine get scheduled out a little longer because of that, because I do put some guardrails around myself to be able to really be on the forefront and be present for the individual. Mm -hmm. Thank you. I wish my calendar were set so that I could do that <laughs> with that much structure. It's, it has proven impossible. I had originally thought I would be able to have more structure in these and it has not worked out that way. Um, what I wind up doing usually is at the beginning of every meeting, I say, here's how this is gonna go. We're gonna mm-hmm. go through these questions that you saw. And um, if you're new to this meeting, you can let some of the people who have been here before go first. It's a little different in the, the skips that are one-on-ones because those are all people with whom I have individual relationships. So even though we go through that list of questions, they often come with other things they want to talk about relevant to the department and less about the manager in between. Mm-hmm. Thank and they, you. they know that themselves. Thank you. I think we haven't touched on this, but correct me if I'm wrong. How long do these, um, First of all, the skip level one-on-ones and then these group sessions are are scheduled for. What's your ideal length for for a conversation like this one? I schedule the one-on-ones for a half hour um, unless the person has reached out to me and said beforehand, I have something I need to talk about. Let's use more time. Uh, The group skips they do at 45 minutes. And sometimes they run a little short and sometimes they run a little long. It's really variable. Yeah, my um, individuals are uh, half an hour and I usually try to get that buffer of 15 minutes after my next meeting in case they do run a little long. Because sometimes we just get into casual conversation and yeah, I never want to kind of rush them out. So I try to book a little free time afterwards to give us a little extra. Right. So it it really sounds like there are um, quite a few main threads of thought you you use the skip level one-on-ones to build rapport and and have a better relationship with these people who you don't interact with as much necessarily when you are working in your in your day in and day out and also you use it to get feedback about the managers and and you kind of help the managers get more relationship 
from their reports, it sounds like. Um, you help when you do skip level one-on-ones to be more open about feedback perhaps and and um, and to not be afraid of giving feedback to, to their direct managers. Do you have any stories you would like to share about um, skip level one-on-ones or how they turned out or something very specific that you, you took away from, from such a meeting? I have one that has stood out in my mind as kind of a, one of the reasons to do the group skips. I had a manager who was a first-time manager and after a couple of group skips one of the things that came up was that the the group was it was I think it was five people they were all women and as it happened they were all women of color the manager was a man of color and one of the things that they wound up raising in the group skip again it was a few in like we had to build the relationships was that they were a little bit concerned that he wasn't aware of some of the challenges they might face Mm. as women of color and they thought he was very generally sensitive and well-intentioned but possibly just missing some of their experience and they weren't even clear on that until they were all in the room talking about it together and that was a really valuable conversation and one in which the outcome of that was we all agreed both that they should each talk with him individually and i should talk with him one-on-one and it was a little bit unusual i haven't had very many group skips where the outcome is everybody has a follow-up conversation but that was i think a a good example of why the group why to do the group skip and we wound up having a bunch of good conversations out of that and i think the manager felt in fact very supported because his intentions were very good and he was able to see through the series of follow-on conversations that there were some things he was missing and that he could look at a little differently thank you that sounds like a really good outcome of skip level group sessions yeah it really was so i was thinking about some stories or some something that happened in one of my skip levels i would say i've had i think three or four skip levels with interns that we've brought in that were somewhere directly connected to um, the work that i was responsible for and a couple were not but what I found is that since they have, they are no longer interns, that they are actually full-time employees now that we've kept that connection and they felt like that I was somebody that they can come to to ask questions. And I'm not sure that at an intern level, whether you would get access to a director or a senior director on a regular basis and be able to continue that steady skip level meeting as you are moving into the organization on a regular basis. And I just thought that that was probably an important concept that came out of it because I recognize when I meet with them, they are so thankful that I've made time for them that I think that made more of an impact to me than it did to them because I was a director and I didn't realize that that connection that they may not get access to 
on just on a regular basis. So I think going forward, I'll make sure that when we have interns coming in, especially if they're connected to the work, but if we've got some internal interns and that type of thing to kind of reach out and on a regular basis that they get put in my rotation of skip levels. Yeah, and I can reinforce that because occasionally I'll be in a conversation with one of them and they'll say, thank God for Tanisha. So <laughs> <laughs> I know that that's working. <laughs> So, dearest listeners, skip level one-on-ones are also great for employee engagement and retention. Yeah. Um, thank you. Thank you. I think we have covered um, what we have prepared for you guys. Is there anything else that we haven't covered and you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, one thing that's been on my mind a little bit as we've been talking about this is that a lot of times what I get from the skips are contexts that I wouldn't see otherwise, especially when it's talking, when it's a skip for somebody where we're not working on the same team. I just learn a lot about the work that they're doing in other parts of the organization. And that's true if it's a group skip or a one-on-one. And that's a really valuable aspect of the meetings. I hope the opposite is true too, that the people that I'm meeting with get context about things that I'm working on that they wouldn't see otherwise. You know, we all see our own slice of the work. I think that's a hugely important piece of it. And it's interesting, I find even with that structured set of questions, that stuff tends to come out. Um, I just learn about aspects of MailChimp's work that I wouldn't know otherwise. It's That's wonderful. Thank you. I would say that make time for it. If you are a leader in an organization, it actually, um, to Sarah's point, you learn a lot, but people get a chance to, you know, share information with you and you get a chance to make some connections and share information with others. And I think it's important that we make the time for it. I think over the long run, I think I've learned so much more than probably they have, or I feel like I have. And had I not made the time because our schedules are so busy, it's easy to say, okay, this piece is not prioritized because I have so many other things. But ultimately, when you come out of it, it's so much better. You're so happy that you've done it. You've learned so much that it's it's so useful that you can take it and use it and build upon it for the work you have to do. So any leader that's out there that is thinking that I don't have time, make time for it. It's important. Yeah. I want to add one thing to that, Tanisha. That's so right. And I think part of the reason that doing them has a big impact is because you gain a reputation as somebody that people can talk to. So when there is a bigger problem, whether it's interpersonal or with the work, people are much more likely to come to you, even the people who aren't the skips, but because they've heard from other folks that you are approachable and that you want to talk and that you're a good listener. And that's a big part of being a leader is creating an atmosphere where people feel safe to raise problems and help ask you to help solve them. And I think the skips help create some of that environment. Thank you. I think that's a really great piece of advice. All right, so we are at the finish line of our conversation. Today, my guests were Sarah Milstein and Tanisha Barnett from MailChimp, and we talked about Skip Level one-on-ones. I think this was really valuable, and I might assume that our listeners will think that as well. So uh, if they would like to follow you guys, where should they do that? 
Let's see. On Twitter, I'm at Sarah M. M is in Mary. All right. And you can follow me on LinkedIn at Tanisha Barnett. All right. Thank you so much. This has been a really, really great conversation. Dearest listeners, I am really glad you could tune into the Level Up Engineering podcast. And if you've been enjoying our show, we would be entirely grateful if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast streaming service or share any kind of um, good feedback or feedback for becoming better. Thank you guys for joining us today. I am Carolina Tot, and uh, I hope to see you next time. Thanks for staying with us. This was the Level Up Engineering Podcast by Apex Lab. Check them out at apexlab.io. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel, rate our content, and share your thoughts on this episode. See you next time. See you next time.